What we need right now is a clear message to the people of this country. This message must be read in every newspaper, heard on every radio, seen on every television. This message must resound throughout the entire interlink. I want this country to realize that we stand on the edge of oblivion. I want every man, woman and child to understand how close we are to chaos. I want everyone to remember why they need us. <laughs> the fuck is with this guy? Who is he? I'm your huckleberry. The decision of one man to launch a wholly unjustified and brutal invasion of Iraq. I mean, of Ukraine. Everybody knows you never go full retard. You went full retard, man. There's an old saying in Tennessee, I know it's in Texas, probably in Tennessee, that says, fool me once, shame on, shame on you. If fool me, we can't get fooled again. So you smart, huh? No. I thought your hair would be bigger. It says on your chart that you're fucked up. Uh, you talk like a fag, and your shit's all retarded. So, just chill out. You know, drink a 7-Up, eat a moon pie, quit murdering people. You have smoked yourself retarded. It's a big club. And you ain't in it. I got hairy legs that turn that 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 that, that turn uh, um, blonde in the sun. And the kids used to come up and reach in the pool and rub my leg down, so it was straight. And then watch the hair come back up again. What is your major malfunction, num nuts? And welcome to the Monday Night Master Debaters. It is the best night of the week. We're here and we're going to start. Oh, we're not going to start. We're going to start. What the hell are you watching, sir? Well, I was trying. (laughs) I can't can't get to it. There we go. All right, here we go. We're going to start. Try this again. In Master Debater. Last year, we created the Betaverse. And since then, we've perfected it. So this year, I'm happy to announce the Master Betaverse, where everyone comes together. And I just got one question Are you coming? (laughs) That's it. Are you coming? I like it. That's there the catchphrase go. of the show, dude. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> that's gonna, yeah, that's gonna be the catchphrase now. Monday Master Debaters, are you coming? <laughs> so do we not, got a full house tonight. Come. Adam, welcome, man. Thank you for joining on such short notice. I appreciate it, my friends. Anytime. Thanks for uh, thinking of me. Yeah, definitely. And we might have Nico hopping on, in on here too. He was. Uh, it's his son's birthday, and he said he might pop in for a little bit. So. It's going to be an open open door tonight, and we have a first timer, my Instagram friend Matthew. How's it going, brother? Man, it's going great. Thank you so much for having me on here. I, it's beyond words, really. I, it's something I've been wanting to do for a long time. 
making a podcast isn't in the works for me right now, but just listen, dude. As soon as I found your podcast, man, I took it and ran uh, all the uh, the uh, World Fair stuff and everything. I, dude, you got me looking around Akron light with a magnifying glass. So <laughs> I, I haven't found too much yet. I'm a busy man with a very busy schedule. I've created way too many kids that I can keep up with. But uh, yeah, we're, as soon as I get it, the free time and my kids are into this stuff, too. They love that I've been looking into this stuff. See, and that's what's cool about it, man. You get the kids into it. I got my son's not as into it as I'd like, but hey, he's got a little bit of interest, and that's all I ask. So yeah, that's awesome. That's cool, man. I appreciate that. Right. Yeah, what I do you got going on? Nothing much, man. Just uh same old stuff. About to make some uh some steaks and some shrimp later. Uh you Damn, know, you're always... balling, huh? Nah, not not at all, man. <laughs> we I spend all my money on food. Just all my money goes to food. So that's why I have like that side thing of a food show, which I, I need to do an episode soon. But um, yeah, man, just uh, just having fun over here and uh, looking forward to another fun chat on a Monday night. Yes. And we have a full house now. Nico, what's up, man? What's going on? How's it going? Oh, it's going, man. Uh, big guy just turned 13 today. So we had a little... uh party for him did some bowling so i got to hang out with the uh, six 12 to 13 year old psychopaths at a bowling <laughs> alley and then we went out for pizza afterwards so it was uh an eventful night dude that's a wild age man i oh feel for you because i a couple years ago i was dealing with like 15 and 16 year olds coaching baseball and fuck it's like another world i could not relate to these kids hardly at all God. if it wasn't for the sport itself there was very little we could could link on. Oh my god, dude! They were like showing each other videos of shit, and it's like, what are you even watching? It's just like people screaming at each other and stuff. And I'm like, There's a lot of words like uh, bussin, like uh, that's bussin, just bussin. Um, no cap, no cap, no cap. That's another one. Oh, shit. I, I had white kids on my peewee football team throwing up the blood signs, thinking they were hardcore. So yeah, <laughs> oh, I'm nice. with you fellas on that, man. <laughs> they were oh, they were pretty dude. good for the most part then right at the end like the last like 15 minutes of bowling they started getting squirrely like throwing balls around and shit was getting stuck in the gutter and it was like <laughs> i was like all right let's wrap it up wrap it up dude you got one time my <clears throat> brother launched one into the ceiling they had like those tile like the the perforated tiles up on the ceiling <laughs> And yeah, those are usually made out of go. asbestos. Straight up, yeah. and it got stuck in. The, it went right oh through the ceiling, god. and then came crashing down. Uh, just a mess everywhere. Oh my god, my little that's guy. Why, that's why when people threw uh, pencils up in those in school, they never took them out because they didn't want the the asbestos dust coming. Dude, all out. that asbestos and shit. Remember that in class, you'd look up and there was just like a dozen pencils stuck in the ceiling. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, it was funny though. My little guy rolled it down. He got a strike the one time and he was like, it, it was a miracle, but like he got it. The ball just stopped on the thing. So it was like halfway down. So the guy starts coming over to like push it off the thing. So I just took another ball and threw it and hit the other one. And I got yelled at because apparently you're not supposed to do that. Send two balls down at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's kind of frowned upon, you know, <laughs> I was like, oh, sorry. I was like, well, what were you going to do to get it? He was like, I was going to walk out there and grab it. It's like I just right, beat well. you to it. That's all. Hey Rosie, how are Hi, you? Hi, good. Recouping. 
from the events. <laughs> yeah, you guys had a, a, I was telling Nico, I'm like, better you than me, man. I cannot relate to these teenagers. Oh. I'm having a hell of a time. It's weird because they're like talking about girls now and I can't get over it. You know, like they're they're showing videos. Oh, yeah. They like, have like some girl in their school that had like a TikTok video that got like four million views. And they're like, yo, can you believe she got four million views? But they have no filter and they don't know what's inappropriate or not appropriate yet. I'm like at the <laughs> table, like serving them cake. And they're like talking about like some girl's ass. And I'm like, wait till mom leaves the table. Then you can talk about this, but like, you know what I mean? It's like, you don't, you weren't even there. No, you know, you guys didn't even exist right. at I mean, that it point. Just like, it was really forget funny. about it, but they had a great time. That's all that matters. That's you know all I mean? that matters. Good for them. Mm-hmm. So, we have an ongoing oh, thing this year on Master Debaters, and it's related to Animal Fight Club. So Dude. one of the things we're going to do, and, and since, Rye, you mentioned that you had a, a video to share. Yeah. We're going to go around, and, and this is going to be kind of a weekly segment, raccoons, five raccoons, or yeah, one yeah. bear of your size. Did we get Adam uh introduction here? Yeah. We did? Okay. I'm, I'm just halfway paying attention, I guess. My bad. But yes, Matt, continue, dude. My bad. Okay. So we're going to go around. Matthew, would you you think your chances are better with five raccoons or one bear? Five, five raccoons, man. I uh, I had a neighbor who used to raise them and, you know, take take ones in to protect them and everything. And as long as you're on the good side, I think I can cut them asleep. You know, we'll see. They taught me some <laughs> tricks how to keep a raccoon calm. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> He's shaking his head at me. There's no way in hell I'm taking on a bear, man. I weigh a 30. 130 pounds. I don't care if that bear's 130 pounds. I'm going yeah, down. Yeah, yeah. Bear is the same weight as you. That's the rule. Yeah. Is that the yeah. bear weighs the Ugh. same as you. So, hey, okay. I so mean, unless week... I'm going to have my, my kids teach me some wrestling moves, there's no way. Yeah, no, no shot. Way. I'll like take this on this weekend, raccoons. to put it in perspective, I was walking my dog uh, down at my sister's house in Connecticut. And all of a sudden, I look at a trail that's like uh, perpendicular to mine. And there's this cat walking down. I'm like, Oh, that's a big fucking. And then I'm like, holy shit. I see the little tail going like, I'm like, that's a bobcat. It was yeah, probably the size of my that. German shepherd. And I saw that thing. And I just, I, while I was amazed by it, I'm thinking if that thing comes after us, we are both fucked. Oh yeah, dude. It is There's, going you to guys don't stand a chance. Us. It was like a 70 pound bobcat. No, and... that's a, that's a cougar then. There's no 70 pound bobcats. Oh, it, it, okay. Maybe not. Maybe like 50. Okay. It was big. I mean, <laughs> I, I, actually, let me see here. You sent right. me the picture. Yeah. I was and, uh, say, do I have the, I'll show you. We the saw video. two eagles this morning sitting on a tree right outside, outside of our house. It was pretty wild. Two oh, bald, bald eagles. eagles? Yeah. Two of them. Yeah. Really? No way. Yeah. I've never seen one. They're like unicorns cool. to me. I've never seen one of them. Really? I've seen a few. They're, they're yeah. like considered a, a nuisance where I live. Oh, oh really? Man. Sky coyotes, yeah. <laughs> I'd love to see one. Yeah, sky coyote. That's so funny. All right, what do we got here? Oh, dude, yeah. So this is that thing. I mean, he's good size. It's. Does it have oh, a long tail? Oh, yeah, it's, it's got a short it's got tail. A, yeah, I don't know. My wife killed one of those out here. It took. She shot it nine times with hollow points, and it was still alive. Yeah, so it's got it that little the, tail. But she's shooting it in the feet, Adam. 
No, she <laughs> shot it right in its eyeball and it was still growling at her. And uh, she had to hit it in the head with the shovel. That's finish vicious. Him off. Like five it was a pounds. little one, like 20 pounds, too. Really? Yeah. So, so are, you, are you team raccoon or team bear, Adam? Um, so 150 pound bear, is it a full grown bear that weighs 150 pounds or is it a juvenile 150 pound bear? <laughs> yeah. We're not getting into like a bear that's protecting its young and stuff like that. Like this is just like your average run of the mill bear. Not, not by any means a fun black fight. bear or a grizzly bear. Black. Uh, it's anything but a polar bear. Cause a polar okay. bear will fuck you up Yeah, but, <laughs> or a short face uh, bear. I think, uh-huh. I think I'm going with, uh, raccoons just because the even if i could i think i i think i would have a decent chance wrestling a 150 pound bear i've seen those videos of uh khabib when he was a little kid doing it right and um but just the duration of the fight and my physical condition right now i'd probably be much better for a sprint with five raccoons i think i could kill three of them real quick Mm. and then fend off the other two (laughs) Yeah. Um, but I don't think that uh, I don't think I have the stamina to that it would take to subdue and dispatch <laughs> a bear. You don't think you could choke out one bear? Man, that's a big neck, dude. Yeah, I, I understand. <laughs> so you, and you got you got to figure you, you change your mind after I read this story. You, you can't. Get uh, I got hooks, a story too get, for this. You can't get hooks in on a bear. You got its back. There's right. no way you can't body triangle it. You can't get hooks in. Right. Um, even a little one like that would be the same size as me. So, yeah, I think. Uh, okay. So like the bears that you guys show, like the videos that you guys send me of these fierce bears, those are like 300, maybe 400, maybe 500 pound bears, right? A 200 pound or less bear is not that big, dude. So oh, that's one thing. Like when you see these shit. wild videos of them fighting. Dude, they're big. A two hundred pound wild animal is massive. Right, right. But the ones All that muscle. you see fighting are <laughs> massive, dude. These are like I said, like four hundred pound bears, probably. Oh, I understand that. Yeah, the ones I've been showing you are just. Hey, you're showing me like the worst of the worst, like the green. Yeah, I, I showed you a short faced bear, which is like twelve feet tall. You know, yes, I mean, it, this is it, these are insane, but it's to you know get the point across but yeah think about i mean that's what i'm saying that 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 little cat was just pure muscle that bear is going to just be pure muscle they're not domesticated in any sense it's oof. okay nico go, go for it all right so i actually have a two raccoon stories <laughs> one a guy i knew in college he had about six raccoons out in his uh backyard messing with his garbage and he was about 5'9", probably like 160 pounds, this guy. He went out there with a bat and started fighting them. Took out two of them and got overrun. So That's what I'm talking about. They they ganged up on him and he just he had to run for it. So and then I had this was probably seven. Let's put it into the record though, that was six and not five. That's true. <laughs> but then I had a raccoon outside of our chicken coop. And my dad shot it. It was up in the tree. He was trying to get into the chicken coop. So my dad shot it with the twenty-two, hit it like in the back. So it was like paralyzed from the back down. And I went up to kill it with a shovel. And this thing was going ape. Like I had to hit it with a shovel three times before this thing finally went out. So they're tough. They're tough little bastards. I'm going with the bear. 170 pound bear. You'd rather fight a bear. I would rather fight the bear. 
My Bigger's dog. Bite too, man. I don't know. Maybe at 130 pounds like me, it would be smarter to go for the bear, but I'm yeah. telling you, man, raccoons are insane. They are vicious. <laughs> they, this I've is never the great seen debate. You're this about is- to hear a story, too. I want to hear what Rosie and Matthew got to say here because, <laughs> dude, you're about to hear a story that might change your guys' mind here. But yeah, um, I don't know. Rosie, go for it. Oof. No, I mean, <laughs> raccoons freak me the F out. Honestly, I don't think they're cute. I don't understand how people want to like have them as pets and stuff. That's a thing, right? I mean, yeah. people like mm-hmm. think oh, yeah, that's like. Sure. A- I have a Skunks woman I work too. with that rescues them, so she has like <laughs> a a sanctuary for raccoons. Oh man, how I, I liberal love is animals, she? Huh? But like that, they're so like. Ugh. I think I would rather go for the hundred and thirty pound bear and take my chance. All right, I okay. think I would. I appreciate know? that. That's we're we're I- 50-50 here. I like it's it. A split house tonight. I love and- it. And five right, raccoons, though. That's five that was good. little monsters <laughs> fighting you. Oh, yeah. Right. That's got, what freaks me out. Yeah, you got... Like gremlins. One raccoon, I think you could... Maybe two raccoons. Okay. At, at best, you could take. And, and Matthew, you said you were on team You were on team uh, raccoon. You'd rather fight yeah, the raccoon. Yeah, I'm going to go raccoon, okay. but uh, I'm <laughs> okay. probably going to regret it. Okay, way. yeah. I think, I think you guys this, will. Honestly, I think this is a lose-lose no matter what. There is no winner in this because either way, you're getting fucked up. You may you may survive, but you're going to be hanging on at the end. You're going to look like you went through a paper turtle. shredder. I got a baby turtle this big that I feed from my hand. He got me the other day and I jumped. So um, yeah. <laughs> don't send a bear my way, man. <laughs> man, I had to try and catch uh, my, my sister had a couple. She has a couple rabbits and they let these things run loose in the backyard. And my mom was like, hey, go grab the rabbits. And she was like, the boy's kind of hard to grab. Man, it looked, oh, it probably, man. I probably looked like one of the three stooges out there trying to grab this thing because it'll growl. This rabbit, the male rabbit will growl. And, and I was bite. like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, man. So I didn't want to get bit. And you don't want to like just grab it hard and like break its ribs or something. Um, but yeah, here is a, a, a little story that somebody sent uh, Ghost. And we read this on Cunt. Um, now I'll just start from where he starts getting into the story. Uh, with that said, I've been dying to share a story with you guys. I live in Tennessee, West Tennessee, to be exact, not pussy Tennessee around Nashville, but West Tennessee with the rednecks and the meth heads. Uh, I'm, I'm an avid hunter and love to kill shit. So y'all's argument about the raccoons hits close. I was turkey hunting with a buddy. Um, we take turns, but this afternoon he's the caller. I'm the shooter. We've got our backs to the brushy fence line, sitting about 30 yards apart. He starts his turkey calling pattern. Chirp, 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 stop. Chirp, 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 stop. He does this about four times. Then all of a sudden, he screams a horrific scream. And I'll tell you right now, it's not a bear that's making him scream, okay? Uh, I jump up and clear the brush to see my buddy fighting a raccoon. Uh, she She's attached to his left shoulder, and can't he can't shake her. He got her by uh, he's got her by the tail pulling and she is chewing the side of his face and neck. I run over yelling and as I get close, he slings her off. She hits the ground and immediately attacks again. I shoot her. It flips her. She lands and tries to attack once again. I shoot again and the second shot puts her down. He's extremely bloody and freaking out. I'm trying to remain calm till I notice his ear is completely gone. I get a little uh, panicky for a second, regain my composure and make a plan. 
We search for his ear, bag the coon uh, for a test, and head to the hospital. They test the coon. No uh, stemper disease. Thank God. So is your back on. Got him a rabies shot. Send us home. Uh, never underestimate a coon, he says. And that was one raccoon. That's um, what I'm saying. They're vicious. Yes, dude. Three this- hits with a shovel. Took the, it, it With its back legs paralyzed. Took it to kill this thing. I mean, it was like <laughs> insane. I mean, this thing bit this dude's ear off in 10 seconds. And these are two <laughs> grown ass men. Two men against one raccoon. And the <laughs> raccoon leaves without its life. But it also takes the dude's ear. I'm telling you, man. Right. That's nasty. That's nasty. And in doubt, five a bear, five. With a bear, just play dead. Just yes. if you're losing, just drop dead. Just it, it'll leave you alone. Exactly. I appreciate. I appreciate you guys siding with the side of logic here. These other guys don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> yeah, there's never Got been me, any man. severe bear maulings that we've ever heard of, you know. Not right. They, they're they're there's cuddly bears, man. They're they're nice, but yeah, we can move on. I just feel like that was just <laughs> that's such an important thing. No, this I is got an another story too. Real quick. Now. I am truly in on this for the, for this year. This is going to be. We are going to tally and see at the end of the year where it's team bear versus team raccoon. Twenty twenty three is the year of the coon, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Literally and figuratively. So I, I got a quick story too. This is about a deer. So my dad was uh, deer hunting, bow hunting. This is probably like almost 20 years ago now. He shoots, I think it's like a six pointer. Thing drops. He lets it sit for like, I don't know, half hour. Finally goes up to it, goes up to pull the arrow out. The thing springs up, pins him up against the tree. The horn goes through my dad's hand out of his wrist. He's fighting it. He pulls out his knife. Had to stab it in the neck like seven times before he finally dropped this thing. Damn. And he's got it mounted on his wall now. <laughs> and there's like a sign underneath that says, beware of attack deer. But dude, anything, yeah, deers like, that's what deers I'm are saying. Crazy. Like Vicious, dude. people underestimate animals, man. Yeah. Like dude. that was probably like a hundred and fifty pound deer. And it just fucked him up. He still got mm. the big scar and everything. It's crazy. So, so we had a well, it had to be Fuck, almost 20 years ago now. We were at my parents' house for a barbecue in their backyard. And we're outside. And all of a sudden, we look up at, you know, probably 20 yards away from us at the top of the hill. And there is a bull standing there staring at us. And one, <laughs> we knew one of our neighbors had a bull. Didn't know it got loose. So we're all staring at it. And we're like, oh, <clears throat> shit. And then it starts coming towards us. So we all start running to get in the house. Well, we had... My niece was there at the time. Nobody grabbed my niece. She's standing out in the middle of the yard, just standing there. And this bull is standing in the backyard, just kind of looking around, moving and moving. And finally, somebody ran back out. We grab her and bring her back in. And then my dad comes up with the brilliant idea. Oh, you know, we'll just put a we'll just, you know, put a rope around its neck and walk it back to her house. Um, we're, my brother-in-law, my brother, now mind you, my brother-in-law is six, five, like two fifty. He's a big, big boy. And he's like, I am not going anywhere near that bull. And he goes and you're retarded. If you think you're going to be able to do <laughs> yeah. either. So apparently somebody had called the cops and the cop is just driving up and down our street watching and not willing to do anything. And right. probably the best move. So he's watching my old man lasso try to lasso this fucking bull with like a piece of twine essentially 
And he, so he gets the rope on the bull's neck. As soon as he tightens that thing, that fucking bull bolts. It starts sprinting. And my old man hold, starts holding on for dear life. And we're all screaming at him, let go of the fucking rope. Let go of the rope. <laughs> and he's like literally skiing across our backyard uh. on the back of a bull. And finally the bull stopped. He like let go and ran away and. I don't even know what happened. Eventually the bull ended up working its way out, but that cop never got out of the car. Wouldn't move. Wasn't going anywhere near that bull. And he came, he stopped by our house later and he said to my old man, he goes, what the fuck were you thinking? (laughs) He goes, that's the stupidest thing I've ever seen in person. I've seen a lot of dumb shit. Hey, back to blue, huh? I mean, cops are useless, man. I'm really starting to realize this. The cops really don't ever fucking help you in a bad situation when i got in my car accident man a cop drove right fucking past me you know what i mean like my that truck that i was in was upside down and the cop just drove right past it like <laughs> in a, a suv cop yeah he might have been off duty because there's a cop that lives across the street here i always meant i'm i mean to ask him but i don't want to like just show up to a cop's house and start harassing him but you know these they're just like especially after this recent situation that just went down like i mean i understand sometimes, this sometimes they they take action and do stuff like we saw yeah, that if there's a black recently. guy involved, they'll shoot him. But I mean, that's about it, dude. They don't really do anything like like helpful. It seems, you know what I mean? Do you, that do you... is bothersome, though. Like that must haunt you a little bit, Ryan. What's that? Like cop the fact that you're you. like upside down. Yeah, and it's like a cop driving by. Like that would bother me. You know? Yeah, I For waved my arms at him, yeah. and he just drove right by. So right, yeah, it was, it was definitely frustrating. Yeah, it's more paperwork, Ryan. More yeah. paperwork. He was off duty. <laughs> wow. Yeah, he might have been, you know, going to his house or whatever. But I, it was, it's just kind of crappy, man. But wouldn't mm-hmm. any just common, like, decent human though? Like, right. If I saw a truck cop. flips upside yeah, down, anybody, I'd run over like to a per- it. Right. A civilian is going cop. to pull over. Yeah. Well, right. my na- some neighbors, like, because so, this was right down the street from me, some some random old people just came outside and they're like, "Are you okay?" And I'm like, "I think so." You know, like I had, you know, dislocated shoulder, heavily concussed, obviously, and then a broken arm. And these two old people did more fucking work for me than the damn cop did. You know what I mean? So I don't know. Like I said, after this situation, too, especially this recent one, which is eerily familiar to George Floyd. I mean, t- down to the fact that he was calling for his mom and down stuff. to the timeline. Yeah, there's too yeah. many coincidences. It's strange, but um, yeah, I don't know. Maybe definitely, that's another. definitely one one big, big difference, though. Yep. What? All parties Maybe. involved. Well, <laughs> yeah. did you start to see today, sure. Adam? Now they're starting to fight. They found finally found a white cop to blame. And they also started firing, uh, firing firemen, the, the firefighters who responded. Yeah, I heard. Uh, wait, what was the situation? Because I'm completely out in of Memphis yeah, I'm lost on this. In Memphis, there was a uh, back in it was like January 7th. There was a black guy who got pulled over by five Memphis. Uh, they're called Scorpion. They're the Scorpion unit. It's like their drug gang mm-hmm. unit. And they basically beat him to death. Mm. Um, they beat him, you know, pretty good. Beat him unconscious. Then they had the ambulance come pick him up. And he died at the hospital like three days later. Um, but then it black, finally it came out. They're all black dudes. All black yeah. cops. And there's there's rumors out there, or conspiracies out there that they were part of a gang themselves. And, you know, this was part of their gang initiation was doing shit like this while they were on the job. And. Uh, it's just a disaster. I mean, their, their police department 
in 2020 got rid of all you know they they revamped their force and went they put in this gang unit called scorpion that was just unleashing hell on the streets it was it was pulling guns and drugs and money off but it was also they were beating people left and right they were just you know doing a lot of shady shit that most cops in that situation do Hmm. um you know they don't get into the gang units because they're usually squeaky clean but Hey, well, and it's funny too. You'll have people out there that are like, "Don't resist," you know. Like it's yeah. like, dude, like if they're doing crazy shit like that, oh, you know, well, and you're doing nothing wrong. I know that the guy like supposedly ran down the street or whatever. But even my dad, who's very pro cop, like very much so, um, he was saying like, you know, running down the street like that doesn't merit getting your ass beat to death. Like no. that, nothing, nothing merits that. So yeah, there's something shady going on with it for sure. But They're, they were well, never threatened right like I mean, not at all dude and there's five grown-ass men going against one dude and it these wasn't five like raccoons here these are five and cops you know what i mean yeah it wasn't yeah. like it just a knee on the back of the next scenario these guys were beating with batons they were they pepper sprayed him they were kicking they kicked him in the head a couple times when he was down. i mean it was just a it was a rodney king-esque beating well yeah. it, it it came out that um these guys all quota hires like the Memphis city council wanted to have people that looked a certain way working in certain neighborhoods. So they waived like uh, the whole hiring process and hired all these dudes. And uh, yeah, that's, that's coming out. Affirmative right action so, hires. Yeah. They're all quota hires. And it's so quotas. they, yeah, they didn't, the they meat. didn't have to like go through any of the vetting process or anything like, not that that changes much anyway, but like, I, you know, a long time ago, I, I applied to be a cop and I didn't, I didn't pass the requirements, thank God, you know, but, mm-hmm. um, but, um, yeah, so there's all the calls, all the calls from, from like police are like the city should be paying for this because the city council hired them, not the police department. Now has Black Lives Matter said anything about this? Have you guys seen? Cause I yeah. haven't heard one fucking word. Nothing from Is BLM, nothing from Antifa. Uh, <laughs> There's Portland, been a bunch of demonstrations. But... Portland is an hour down the road from me, and it's still intact. So I'd like to ask anybody out there. I'm sure not very many of them listen to this show, but like, if you're a person who did any of that George Floyd bullshit protesting, like, why not this one? What's the difference? Right. And why not the 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 thousands of others that happen on a on an annual basis? I mean, this is almost a daily occurrence that a cop kills somebody. But now, well, I mean, you know, they, I mean, it came out around George Floyd that like nine, nine unarmed black people get killed by the cops a year. So not yeah, thousands. That, yeah. Well, but well, like every day, there's more white people that get killed from the cops simply because there are more white people in the country, right? But so like that, that's not an accurate statistic, uh, you know, percentage I mean, wise. There's there no, are like, still like, more. How do you how do you how do you just how do you verify that that claim though? That there's more white people in the country than black people? No, that there's there's more white people killed because there's more, you know, they don't white people don't commit as much crime. No, uh, no, no, no. I wasn't saying that because of the population numbers. Yeah, I was saying percentage wise, like the statistics still kind of favor the idea that more white people per capita get killed by police simply because there are more white people. Like you take you take a hundred white dudes, a hundred black dudes. The um, it seems that the 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 statistics, the crime statistics are fairly similar. You know what I mean? Like it, it really goes based off of like area. 
and income and shit like that. It doesn't have that much to do with race. It seems it just happens to be that there are a lot of black people that live together in a lower income area and then white people live in a trailer park. Well, and, and you know what the difference is, right? The main difference is one of them gets plastered on the news 24 seven and right, the right. others don't. And that's the main thing. Like this happened January 7th. The kid died. January guy died January 10th. We didn't hear about it until two weeks later. Yeah. Like if After is, he died. Yeah, if, man. That's yeah, what I'm saying. This it seems so, there's some agenda. Now, you know, like you start looking at the timing of this shit and we know that the news cycle is always on to the next story and always orchestrating, but there's purpose to when they lay these things out. And I can't connect. I can't figure this one out for the life of me that why this would get pushed so heavily. And yet, like you guys are saying, and this is more brutal than George Floyd. You know, if you, you look more. at it, I mean, th th this is disgusting. What happened to George Floyd? Yeah, it's a tragedy, whatever. But he didn't die because the guy had a knee on his back. I mean, that's just fucking stupid. Do you think yeah, they the actually look into these stories ever? Or do they? you just think they saw like black guy killed by cops? And they're like, yes. oh, let's run with this. And then no, it's like, oh, I, it comes I mean, out. I made the joke. I was like, yeah, they were, you know, they, they, they're dying to find a way to tie the white thing into it. And they did. Oh, well, a black man was killed by five you know, black police officers who arrived at the scene in a white police car, you know, they did, they just got to find a way to throw in the white in there. And they did today with, you know, there was some, I guess one of the white officers was one of the ones that pepper sprayed him. So he got suspended. Um, but oh. yeah, it's just, I don't know. I mean, and then I see that, uh, I guess what, four months from now, the pandemic is officially over. Hmm. Interesting. So he announced 5-11, all the COVID emergencies will stop. That's weird. That's when I went back to work back in 2020. Joe Biden 11. announced that? Yeah. Biden told Congress today that. Uh, that is a weird number. Yeah. I'm like, I, I can't figure that out either. I'm like, 5-11. Yeah. I'm like, that. why that date? Like, see. 5-11-23. I mean, when did it start officially? <laughs> March. So uh, the 13th of March. Uh, 2019 yeah. or 2020, right? Yeah, 2020. Mm -hmm. You got to do one of those day counters. What's the day difference? Right. It's 666 days. Dude. <laughs> it might um, be. Yeah, who knows, man? Well, yeah, it actually would kind of line up, right? Because we're about two years. No, nah, it's three years. So mm -hmm. it's almost, a, it's over oh, a thousand sure. okay. days. Right, okay. That'd be awesome, though. Yeah, but I was shocked to see that. And I'm like, oh, okay. So that just means... The next four months, they're going to do everything they can to extend that. <laughs> get No, just get the last remnants of it out. You know, mm -hmm. there'll be one because what happened is and I think, you know, what really pushed this to the end is they got no response to this last round of boosters they pushed out in August. And, and yeah, no shit. I mean, people the are dying. Effect, they started getting people pushing back and saying, well, and then, well, let me share this while I'm at it, because on the other side of things. This is one of those that just keeps driving me nuts because, I mean, heart attacks and blood clots and all that shit. It's all the eggs, man. It's is, all the eggs people are eating. Isn't that well, wild? I mean, they're coming up with every excuse in the book. <laughs> Skipping breakfast. What's causing heart attack. I mean, I saw one where a guy had a stroke playing oh pickleball God. because he turned his head too fast, supposedly. That was the reason. Yeah, I saw that one. Yeah. Like what Dude, the physical activity may increase heart attack risks. Yeah. 
Well, did I mean, you the, see the did you see the one from Biden Biden's uh, cabinet last week that said um, you cannot week. help obesity with exercise and diet. It's genetic, and there's nothing you can do about it. No, it's bullshit, man. I've been like, <laughs> like come I'm on, in, motherfuckers, wake up. I'm trying to get in better shape myself, and I've been running for 15 minutes a day, like usually about two miles running lately. And dude, like, it makes you feel so good to run. Like, I haven't, I've been kind of like stagnant for the last couple of years. Like, I've just been like working, you know, doing my day job when I had that. And then, you know, drinking and stuff, like when I get home and chilling, you know what I mean? But getting out and like starting your day with a run makes you feel so good. Like well, you get that runner's high, you know, there, yeah, is, yeah. there is a, a, a effect to it, you know? And that's why one of the things I do one, it's because I'm old and it's like a car. You got to get the, get everything lubed up before you go. I always start my day, you know, exercising. I go to the gym first thing in the morning and that's how I get the day started. But I also feel like what you're saying, Rye is, it gets everything mentally going too. You get yeah. your brain in that. You get the oxygen flowing to your brain. You're in a good state. That's it's really a tough part of your day that you're getting out of the way right away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you know? accomplish something already that mm-hmm. day. If you if you wake up at seven, you get a rundown. Yep. And then, but what I'm more talking about it from like the physical perspective, where it's like, dude, like like I said, I'm not in the best shape, and I want to get in a lot better shape, and. Even me, like I would be the type of dude to have a heart attack running and I'm not, you know what I mean? Like it makes you just feel so much better. So, I mean, it's just bullshit. Anyone believes that's fucking retarded, man. Well, they don't want you to to get better. They don't want you to to have the sun and the vitamin D and they want you to stay inside. And, you know, my favorite is when you see 400 pound people wearing Apple Watch, like the the Fitbits and stuff. (laughs) Right. Those are my favorite. Being trendy. And they'll so tell you we're, about we're their obviously sleep not their target audience. <laughs> like, I, I just saw my my uncle for the first time in a couple years, and he had cancer back in 2008. And uh, he, he saw me hitting my vape, and he's like, "You should you should stop that. that that's, you're going to catch COVID and everything." And I was like, "I I don't think that's really going to happen." And he's like, "Well, I, I got my my vaccine and all my boosters, and I'm going for my booster here soon. I'm like, are you getting that? Just are they telling you you need that because of your cancer? And he's like, yeah, absolutely. So it's mm-hmm. if you're sick, they they're drilling these people and they're getting it so drilled into their head that they need their miracle mm-hmm. cure to to keep k- kicking it. And it's just so far from the truth. Well, because how scary is it for your? You said it was your uncle, Matthew. Yeah. So, dude, your uncle has cancer, gets cured by the medical system, right? And then now the medical system is telling him, hey, you got to make sure that that you stay up on this. They, they cured him by cutting half his bladder out. He had bladder cancer. So they, I, I understand. Yeah. Cured so, you know, they're keeping the cells at bay, but they did it at what stake? I had a Wait. surgery when I was 18. I'm never letting a doctor touch me with a knife again. Well, you wouldn't Ever. consider it a cure, but I bet you he considers himself. Yeah, ab- absolutely. Absolutely. So what Ryan's is- saying is, is that in his eyes, they're saviors. You know, yeah. why, why would they leave him wrong? They've saved his life. So anything they tell him, he's going to follow blindly. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and no it doesn't matter if asked. you're left wing or right wing on this. They're, they're, they're right. going. They get everybody at this point. My my uncle happens to be a gay man on the very, very far left side. Right. Well, I had a grandmother who was a full-blooded Christian Methodist from West Virginia 
and she loved anything that was red and Republican. And they both, they were all fooled by the system. So it, it doesn't matter. They're coming for all of us. And it's very few of us like us who can see through this. Yeah. My uncle had pancreatic cancer and it, he went in, he was in remission at, for like four years. And we thought he really got through it, you know, like this, he, he beat it and then he got his vaccines for mm. COVID. No. And he, yep. And he passed away last year. Yep. And I know yeah. in my heart, it, it just fired it back up again. All of a sudden he was stage four. He went downhill literally overnight. And Fuck. yeah. Well, what's what's amazing is, is that basically Bill Gates was just on, uh, I forgot what news show it was. And he basically said that the mRNA vaccines are useless now. He, yeah. he admitted that. And it's like, whoa. So what did he do? He invested 55 million into mRNA in 20, you know, prior to 2020, made tenfold an investment on that, made over $500 million in return and is now saying to us, now nah, we, that one isn't any good, but what we're going to come out with next is a nasal spray that will prevent everyone from getting it. So I wonder how much he has invested in that nasal spray. And that's that's the crime of all of this is that people like your uncle has to pay the price for something that didn't even have to happen. It's just a a grift. It's a money grab. And it's mm-hmm. so crazy, though, because I don't know who's the, the one in the middle. I'm sorry. I don't know your name or the one on the end. Matthew. But Matthew, yep. like you were saying, my family, like no one would ever blame it on the vaccines you know what i'm saying like that has not come across there's no correlation whatsoever there's no correlation like i doubt even if he you know could speak for himself like he would not even relate to that you know that that would have been the reason why he passed away like i have doctors on that side of the family they probably encouraged it and no one to this day would ever admit it And, and even my dad this is his brother he won't he he can't even admit that there is something to be said uh and maybe because i don't really 100 percent know much about like your family's history rosie but i from mm-hmm. what i was learning about nico like your family's got like a history of being like successful right like they're they're pretty well off right yeah. so did they go to school like college they're very like liberally educated on that side very high so the the family i grew up with um they they're my grandfather's like a self-made italian guy right like came from nothing and then he 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 grew like he's a business he was a businessman but my dad's side they're like high education people you know so you're the the other side is more conservative and then like that that your father's side you said would be like the type where they're surrounded when they're learning the most uh, like information that's going yeah. to benefit their life, right? And yeah. and like their their net worth or whatever you know is important to most people, I would say, including yeah. myself. Like I I want to be wealthy, right? But like when they're around people from this like Harvard education type system, I'm not saying they went to Harvard, but like that liberal establishment, right? Mm-hmm. Um, they they're not taught to be like, okay, there's a problem going on here what is introduced into the equation by the government that could potentially have something to do with this, right? It's all just like, man, this is all just freak of nature, weird shit that's going on. There's no, like, like Matt said, there's no correlation. There's nothing, there's no A leads to B. 
No. Nope. And it's it's so disheartening for me to go to a family situation now because these are people mm. I looked up to, you know, the smart people in my family, like, oh my gosh, the best education, they professional people. And it's like, you try to have a conversation with them. These thoughts don't even come in their mind. And I'm like, what the hell? I'm literally in a different universe than them. And I can't, I can't believe it. It's like, I can't wrap my head around these intellects, right? Yeah. That don't even think about like my one uncle is a pulmonologist who teaches at Stanford university. Who's been on like Oprah. Okay. And he like, pro-vaccinations like there's just no yeah yeah there's no why because why would those people rosie why would they go against the system that made them fucking so right that's true that's very true it's the cash cow right and that's think i think what we're seeing and it's being exposed massively is like we saw all these people that we've been taught mostly by the joe rogan show who are supposed to be these this intellectual dark web these people that are supposed to be the smartest ones in the world, like Neil deGrasse Tyson, Sam Harris, Scott Adams. And they're all just being exposed as what they are, which is, which is midwits who can talk really, really well. And that's what this whole thing is. Like watch that, that Sam Harris. Did you guys watch that? Oh, he's embarrassing now. It's, it's so cringy. It's crazy. What he said about Trump, like when he was like, yeah. yeah, uh it doesn't matter what biden did he could have killed somebody it doesn't talking, even yeah, equate to trump Hunter university biden could have had could have had kids in his basement at, for all for all we care it, but i think what it's showing is that these people that we've been told and people just because they went to these high end colleges like you know harvard yale stanford all this stuff that they're not smarter than than the average person they're just smarter in a way where they can like like he's i heard sam harris's mom created golden girls so he was a rich kid like that's how he got it and that's how he was able to stay in college forever and he's just a philosopher someone who's been around the philosophy um departments of high-end colleges forever and and learned how like if you if you do that you can kind of argue well with people but it doesn't mean that you're smarter than them they stay in in that same bubble you know Yeah. And everything's peer reviewed by their peers. They keep yeah. all, they censor all the information that, you know, goes against anything. I mean, it's even on like the small level, like where I went to college, you know, it, like SUNY New Paltz, like you couldn't write a research paper that went against what the professor said. It, right. would, it would fail. Yeah. It, yeah. It's just, uh, yeah. yeah. I mean, we well, saw, and this, we saw, we this saw boils the, down the, to the, the, the debate of being educated versus being smart. And there is a big difference between the two because you can have all the education in the world like a Sam Harris. But as we've seen lately, his views are not smart. You know, he's not not smarter than us. He's been to more school than us. And And these people live in theory. They don't live in the real world. Like this is a problem I had. I'm a former English teacher and they teach all these, you know, philosophies of teaching and like all these different like, um, pedagogies of how to teach but none of these people have been in a classroom in the last 30 years you know what i mean so yeah you can come up with whatever theory you want on how to run a classroom properly but go into a like kind of inner city classroom like where i was teaching where kids are throwing desks at each other and going it like it doesn't work these theories don't work so it's like they, they can't 
there's no real life experience. They just live in that university bubble where everyone just boosts their egos up. Yeah. And it what kills me about this whole situation too, just to get back to the family thing, like, because there were so many deaths last year in my family, it was wild. Um, his mother also passed away. Just my grandmother passed away just like overnight. She just got a cold, but mm-hmm. she was, you know, she had it all too. Um, but so we're at one of the mm-hmm. funerals or whatever. And my one aunt who doesn't really know what we do yet <laughs> was like, so what are you guys doing? You know, what are you up to? And this woman is like a top notch attorney in like all of America. Okay. And we're like, you know, we're talking about the podcast and she was like, you know, I, I like the fringe. Like, you know, I want to, I want to listen to it. That's cool. And she's starting to like, listen, you know, like into like Zodiacs, you know, like that kind of stuff. And I was like, all right. So we sent her the information. And then after a while, she just stopped talking. She to me. just ghosted us. <laughs> like literally like my aunt doesn't talk to me anymore. <laughs> because fringe to a lot of people is like what you said. It's like Zodiac. Yeah, exactly. It's like foot. Big yes. So I was like, um, okay, yeah, I know. Like, and I was so like hesitant. Nico was like talking to her, and I was like thinking, like, oh God, like well, here we she's go. She's shot. She's like, Oh, I had a paranormal experience. She's telling me about this like weird shadow person experience she had. And I'm like, All right, I don't really get into like politics or COVID or anything on my show. So I was like, Yeah, listen to a few episodes, but I must have said something in one. You must ep- have said something because it was done. We're just, just we're like- cut off. <laughs> Like I've never heard, I've never heard of my aunt again. This is someone like I looked up to as like a younger girl because she was, she's not that much older than me. You know, she's probably like, like 10, 12 years older. You know what I mean? So she's like a younger aunt. And I was like, oh, I want to be like her, you know, growing up and stuff. And to like the, the disappointment I feel inside, because here's the thing. How come we can hang out with all these people that think what they think? And we're okay with that. Like, we still love them. I still accept them, even though they don't really think like me, you know. But the minute they hear that we are anti, we're done. We are cut out. Because you're smarter than them, Rosie, and your brain works better. And theirs doesn't work that (laughs) way. We're smarter than than these people. They're midwits, and they're just disguised as as being these intellectual giants because that's what we're told because of lab coats. And Joe Rogan and Neil deGrasse Tyson and Carl, because he he studied under Carl Sagan who did Cosmos. It's this this last three years has been a couple things, and it's just exposed people for what they really are. And it's also uh, what I was I heard on a good podcast today is that it exposed like so your aunt that that ghosted you guys, yeah, she will turn you into the KGB when it comes to America. Like that's how you know. Like yeah. that's who that's who will turn you in because you're not boosted. Well, and then there's a reason too why, like you know, people like us. And when we say people like us, you know, I, I don't necessarily think I'm smarter than like, um, you know, someone like my cousin, my old co-host to the show, very liberal, um, can read much better than I can. You know, he's just a very smart individual, very math like oriented and stuff like that. I don't think I'm smarter than someone like that, but I do know that there's a system in place that those people follow and they have been taught and indoctrinated that anyone that doesn't follow that system is a scumbag and is like, you know, they're, they're, they're the worst people. They're awful. An outcast. They're, you know, yeah. Yeah. yeah they, and so like we, exactly, dude. So like, you know, whether you see yourself as an outcast or not, 
you can look at those people and almost feel kind of bad for them and just be like, yeah, they're part of that system. Um, you know, they're only hurting themselves. Maybe they're hurting their kids and their family uh, in the long run, but you don't feel personally threatened by it. So that's why I feel like a lot of people like us that that kind of look into like information for ourselves can hang out with those type of people when, you know, they all share the same facts and the same reality. There's an infinite amount of genders and it's a hundred percent proven that, that the earth is round and it goes around the sun at this rate. Like there's no room for question in, in any of that stuff. Right. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. It's just, I think being a little more open-minded. Yeah. yeah. I agree. It's on a completely it's different note. where I don't know if you can fix it either. It's, it's going to take time because it's such a team oriented division right now. And it's like you said, I mean, it, you can agree on three out of four things with someone, but if that one thing is one of the things we just mentioned, they will write you off yeah. and it's, it, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah. yeah. I, I'm, I come from a family where I have to bite my tongue often. I try not to see my family too much because of it, but uh, I, I have siblings who all come from a different father and all of them are severely autistic um i have a little sister who's 16 and her whole life had to be called a name that wasn't hers every month it was a different name and now that she's 16 she's going through a sex change and my mom's allowing it wow man that's so that's so she she this is the type of woman who bakes jesus a birthday cake every christmas and i can't talk fucking sense into her and uh Try not to get too emotional about it because it drives me nuts, man. It's like the people closest to us we can't even convince shit to. And this yep. is the Matt. This is one reason why I've I've reached out. It's like I gotta, I gotta talk, man. Ever since the clock hit twenty twenty three, the numbers and everything for me have been lining up like insane amounts, man. And I don't know if it's just listening to your guys' shows, but Ryan, Matt, both you guys, I listen to you guys constantly at work, and it's like you guys were speaking to me. So it's like coming on the show meant a lot. Thank you so much for having me. But yeah, this is some of the stuff I just want to nail down. And I have no one near me or around me except for guys on podcasts. I've never met all of you guys. I've listened to all of you a thousand times already. So talking with you guys about this stuff and it helps a lot. So I appreciate it. And I'm hoping my stories too can add to your guys's stories and everything that you guys know about and let's carry this shit on to the next thing i know we're not going to change the world today but for god's sakes for our children's sakes i gotta do something man it's yeah, crazy I, mean, I, I saw you holding your daughter there a little while ago right that was your daughter that yeah that's my that's my little one She's like my that's what beard. that's what people gotta fight for dude like i don't know your daughter and like obviously you know <clears throat> you don't know me personally or anything but dude like mm-hmm. that's the generation of people i don't have any kids man but like that's the future dude like you can't you can't just be like well i don't got kids so fuck it you know like uh well, i'll just get what i can out of this world and then when i die who cares man if we if... after i started learning about this stuff man after my right. first son is my, my my oldest is 14 now and he's already an anarchist but uh at, well, for at him. His, he was two or three years old and i was learning all the conspiracy that's when i really started to 2010 I went down the rabbit holes, man, and it's just been one thing after another. And even though I keep telling myself I can't raise children in this terrible, terrible world anymore, I just they keep coming to me. I, I have kids that aren't even mine I'm raising now at this point. So it's 
Yeah, that's, probably, that's, that's, but, that's probably something that you can very heavily contribute to then. Maybe there's yeah, a reason that's know, all happening. You know what, yeah, dude? That's, what that's your calling. That's your mm-hmm. thing, right? I mean, yeah. and how important is it to give a kid a solid base, you know, and get, or show them some care, show them some love? I mean, that yeah, I'm goes... I'm just hoping I didn't show my oldest too much too soon. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dude, we deal with that yeah. with our five-year-old. I mean, he gets in trouble literally every day in kindergarten. Is he the one that said my voice is douchey? Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. I like the guy. I like he, him. Remember, already. he loves you, Ryan. He just no, I know. Yeah, douchey's a good douchey. thing. He likes him. it. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's cool. But um, yeah, he's always in trouble. Another email tonight. It's like, God damn, like he just doesn't. I mean, that's my fault. I'm yeah. like, you're te- I told him the other day, I was like, your teacher is not smart. Like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> you don't. Yeah, that's said, probably not something to lead with. I know. Good. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, I'm dying over <laughs> here. Because no, he said something like what the teacher said something. And I said, listen, dude, your teacher is just a regular person. I'm convinced she's an alcoholic. Like, oh, she's you didn't close... say that to no, him. I didn't say this to him. But I'm like, <laughs> that'd be awesome. Close <laughs> like, to retirement. You're an alcoholic. I don't no, have to no, listen no. to you. No, no, no. But I said, like, she's not that smart. I was like, check with me and mom first. If she says something that doesn't sound right. That it's probably not right. What you were saying was they're just people. Right. And come to your mom and dad first before you go to them for help first, right? And right. he actually said, I Matt, we might have told you this the other night. They're I think they're robots controlled by the government. Mm-hmm. Like That's literally awesome. he said that. And we were like, <laughs> Yeah, whatever you think. Well, you know what I mean? Because I don't like to add anything more and I keep going like this to him all the time. <laughs> but like you know, because he's five, right? Like you have yeah, to. But I want line him to it. question authority. I don't yeah, want was, him. He was one hundred percent correct. I think. Yeah, yeah I like, think so yeah. too. <laughs> yeah, good for him, man. See Great. that blind, and that's something I struggle with too, Nico. With my little guy, is that that idea of blind obedience, right? Mm-hmm. And yeah. and the fact that listen, yeah, you, I, I want you to respect your teacher, but you don't put them on a pedestal. They're just like yes. every other person. It's the same thing with police. It's the same thing with everybody out there. There's nobody that's better than you, but you do have to show them a little bit of respect. Oh, yeah. I yeah, said you have to behave. You can't put yeah. your hands on other kids. You can't be disruptive in class. You can't be running around like an animal, which he doesn't do. But I said, you don't have to listen to everything they say. Exactly. It's probably not true. Yep. And I said, check with me and mom first. And I uh, He's just on her shit list right now. <laughs> well, and, and part of it is once they get on that list, they're oh, yeah. not getting off. I mean, my yeah. son's in the same boat with his, not even his teacher, it's with his assistant teacher. They have like a helper in their classroom and she's had a hard on for him for a while. And she supposedly nailed, you know, caught him lay, laying his hands on another student. And so I had to talk to the principal and I just laid it out to the principal in so many words that, listen, I'll come in there if you want, and I will sit in his classroom and observe what goes on. She said, oh, that's not necessary. I'm like, well, then why are we wasting our time here? I said, because mm-hmm. unless you're willing to bring me in and and have me watch the situation and see what goes on, then what are we doing? Do your job. Yeah. Well, that's it's the same thing with us because we just emailed her back and we're like, let's meet in person because there's this main teacher then there's an assistant special ed teacher. Then there's a guidance counselor that pushes in. There's like four or five other adults that push into this classroom. So at any given moment, there's at least three adults. And I'm like, my kid is the only problem because there's other kids in this class that are, he tells me they're screaming. 
they're out of their seats, they're doing other stuff. But why is our kid constantly getting? I think because he says things like "you're controlled by the government." That's yeah. why. <laughs> that's why he sits at the back table. Okay? He doesn't happen to wear one of con- Ryan's conspiracy realist shirts, does Not he? Not yet. <laughs> We're all a fan of those shirts, though. I have to say. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, thank you. But I want to tell you, Matthew. Um, listen, I think it really is your thing in this life because. I think male role models right now are so important to children, like strong male role models. Like My, Andrew Tate. Yeah, just yeah. like him. Um, and the liver king. But like, you know what I mean, though? Like, I'm serious because it's like I have a horrible ex-husband. Okay. And so my 13-year-old has this really horrible influence coming from a different side, unfortunately. And thank God for Nico and my dad, too, that he has them in their life, you know, because it's like this stuff that this kid just gets drilled into his head, this nonsense. I think it's so important for you guys to really like man up. Then they are. I'm saying it's so nice to see that. And I know it's so like painful because it's like some days I'm like. I love my kids so much, but this is so hard. Like, why did I, I, I think like in this world, like why, why did I end up doing this? Because it's so painful to see them go through all of this stuff too. Yeah. But we have to do it. We have yeah. to do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's, it's, it's our jobs now. And, but I think I really commend you for just being like open with us and God, it does. It just sucks. And I'm sorry mm-hmm. for like what your sister's going through and stuff like that. Like that's, so unfortunate, yeah, it, you know, it's it's been our entire life, too. And God, man, the time I wish I could spend just talking about the things I've seen in my life that you guys talk about on a daily basis. Uh, the, the autism thing. Um, like I said, all my I have a brother and two sisters and all the medical issues. I watch them deal with being born straight up. It It's incredible. And it's only from on that one side of the family. So I have ever since I was a little boy, I've had my imagination run wild about the conspiracy theories of why this family's DNA is so messed up. And, you know, that just with the fatherly stuff too. And and not that I'm looking for a pat on my back or anything like that, but like I'm dealing with this system right now. My own son called CPS on his mother recently, and I've had not custody of my kids, but they're in my care. Mm -hmm. Hmm. So I got to wait for the state to approve her to be deemed a fit mother again. So they go right back to their mom. Now, things are going to be a lot different this time because everyone has seen the difference I've made having my kids full time now rather than just being a mind the play on words, a weakened dad, you know, so it's I've been really speaking out, especially I, I have friends who are deadbeat dads and best believe I've talked to them like, dude, you you got to do better than this. Like we can't keep cranking out kids with dad problems, you know? Well, dude, back to, you know, the idea of, of your family's health issues, where <laughs> where did they live? Like where where are you guys coming from? Like the whole <laughs> uh, you said that a lot of them have like uh, autism, right? Yeah, my, my siblings do my um. it all comes from my stepfather's side. Uh where are they being born? Like where where the like kids conceived at? Because there, there, it sounds you, weird, like you know, a weird question. And that's the thing. I, I've been really. One of the things I'm doing along with looking into the stuff that I've been following with Matt is my own family history. I'm 
at the point in my life. Oh, I've always been at this point where I, uh, I really don't know who I am or where the hell I come from because I've kind of like realized my family was kind of the black sheep. Most of my family, my blood is from West Virginia and everything, but this step family side is mostly from like Cleveland and everything. And uh, they kind of have a fractured past where there's a lot of adoption cases and uh, uh, families in and out of the armed services. Um Gosh, it, uh, then uh, sounds like a lot of system based, right? Yeah, yeah, and there, there, a lot of immigration too, and everything. Like, uh, I know my stepfather is mostly Polish, so I was talking about mostly like the individuals that are born with autism. Like, where are they coming from? The city or the town or whatever? Because there's little towns all throughout the country and all throughout Kent, the world, really. Where Kent, Kent, Ohio, where Kent State is, and the CIA okay. and all that. Yeah, nice. Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, because there's always little areas that um, there's like experimental shit that is dropped out, like, you know, stuff in the water and weird stuff like that. I, Ryan, honestly, I feel like my family's been targeted about, with that stuff. And like, I've kept that thought in, to myself in my head for a very long time because talking to normal people about something like that would sound crazy. Right, but right. The, the medical experiments I've seen my family basically go through, my little brother, he's. I'm 36 now. He's got to be 31 or so. Uh, he, They prescribed him lithium his entire life, mm. and he just got a new kidney. Uh, he was on dialysis for like two years, I think. So it's, and then, uh, you know, my mother comes from a troubled past. All, she went through all sorts of medications her entire life. I like all my siblings just watching the medications they've been on their entire life. My My oldest younger sister was also born with a cleft palate. The roof of her mouth wasn't developed. So mm. on top of she she's on the spectrum. She's not full autistic, but she's definitely has a severe Asperger syndrome. And okay. then, like I said, my youngest sister, she's just full blown autistic and wants to be a boy now. So there's this lady I was trying to get in contact with. Her name's Karma Newberry. I don't know if you guys have heard of her, um, but she has like tons and tons of documents about the like this experimental shit that the cia has been doing like stuff that they've been putting in the water in different towns um matt don't laugh when i bring up the word brucella because that's like matt's favorite word that that i've ever oh, said brucellosis brucellosis brucella but that, like this was this like this natural ancient virus that the nazis were able to synthesize and the work that that karma newberry does is focused on that like she says lyme disease um autism all kinds of different things come from animals and it's all weaponized like they, this shit wouldn't really be a thing if it wasn't for the governments that are out there that are like fucking around with viruses and stuff man and they're just making it so that this stuff is weaponized and you know it's it's weird to say like, because I will admit, it's weird for anyone. It doesn't matter who it is. It's it's weird to say that anyone would be targeted for any reason, right? Because why would, uh, you know, family A be targeted over family B? It's just as random as that. It's just like, hey, this family gets targeted because they get targeted, and then this one doesn't. So it's not crazy. I also think, think it has history. They, they 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 keep records, man. They know the history of uh, right, right, of right. Uh, you know, like. It goes back to eugenics. Sure. You know, yeah. they wanted to pick out the troublemakers and the retards. 
Yeah. And, and then they wanted to make retard like people that that have fucking issues, like whether it's like physical or whether it's mental, they want to like perpetuate this whole thing, dude. Like it's a it's a messed up system. So, you know, you shouldn't feel crazy for thinking that. Like I've always entertained that, man. Like the I, the idea that some families are targeted and, and then looking and, into and like targeted not, individuals. And why not target a specific family right and random random families not then you have families. control groups right because you're right. doing you're dealing with a certain bloodline and everything like that and i yeah i don't think it's crazy at all man i i think no. much to like what you're saying is they tend to pick find people and then okay well they're already in the system let's get well, more can, in the can, can i blow your guys's minds real quick this oh, is something please. that i actually learned right after you told me i could come on um, so I've been listening to podcasts for at least 10 years now straight. This is how long I've been at my job. I work in a noisy steel shop. I put headphones in. I listen to podcasts. Um, I never thought for a moment I would be in some kind of conspiracy myself. And it's starting to look like that. I did some family research because like I said, I really have no idea where I come from and who I'm related to at this point. I come from a great, great 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 uncle who was a governor of west virginia the 10th governor of west virginia and they come from a very prominent family um he was a 32nd degree freemason now fast forward a little further uh, my grandmother came from a, a small poor family still a part of this this bloodline it was the atkinson family bloodline M my grandma was uh she wasn't fully developed when she was born me and my friends, when we were younger, called it T-Rex arms. I can't remember the name of the disorder, but her arms weren't fully developed and everything, too. And the the more I keep tracking it back, it's looking like more and more like this part of my family was kind of the black sheep part of my family. I also had a, her, her husband died at a, a decently young age of all sorts of health issues. My mom was like six when he passed away. She had me at 18, so that wasn't that long ago. And, uh, I, man, it, it's the, the more I keep opening the books on this stuff, the more and more like this darkness just keeps coming over me. Like, what the fuck was going on are in you, this history line right here? Are you saying maybe like your elite side of the family, like, fucked up and married like a poor person, and then like they want to fuck with you? Is that kind of what you're getting at? I kind of, yeah, something like that. That's what it seems like. Yeah. Uh. How um, much do you think like 23andMe and Ancestry and stuff is being used as like a data bank? bank oh, 100%. Like, I refuse. Yeah. Somebody I, somebody gifted me one for Christmas. I handed it right back to him. I'm not taking this. That was like six years ago. Dude, <laughs> There's yeah, no way. I'm, big... I'm terrified to do one of those. But I am, man. Like soon as I learned about this uncle, it, dots just kept coming up, man. I just that's. I have no particular skill in life. I'm a jack of all trades, but a dot connector is like one thing I just can't help myself but to do. It just comes naturally. So I'm uh I'm doing way more research. I'm gonna start I've been just reaching out to family members I didn't even know existed on all sides of my family because it's like a weird past. But there <laughs> with with this uh Atkinson guy, man, there's there's uh there's some weird stuff going on. He right after he became governor. Um, and, and he was appointed to many positions by Theodore Roosevelt, which also happens to be the high school I went to in Ohio. So that's another random weird connection I had. He also died on the, my oldest son's birthday was the same day he died. 
So the connections, they just, I'm like, all right, you guys might not think it's big, but that just tells me to keep on looking, you know, but, uh, mm-hmm. man, I, yeah, there, there's some darkness there with, uh, the elite side. They, uh, I'm sorry. I forgot where I was going with it. Um, this uncle went right be right after he became governor, he married a woman who was also married previously to this last, this guy with the last name Camden. And, uh, just the way they the history on Wikipedia reads out, it almost seems like this uncle of mine married this uh, widower. It was this was he was her third husband, and it seems like she came from a very prominent family from uh, Timberport, West Virginia. I've never heard of it, but I want to do some more research. But it seems like she was meant to marry all these important people, like the whisper in the ear type deal. Uh, so this, I think she, I believe she was the tenth first lady of West Virginia. If you guys ever come across it, Myra... and that's what you keep seeing, right? Is it, when you go back to the early settlers here, you know, the Europeans. It, it, that's what you're seeing. It's all arranged marriages, you know, in the upper class, and then mm-hmm. the lower class. I mean, it's a free for all, but mm-hmm. it, you still saw that and. For, for what you're saying, where to go against that and to go against the family plans, if they had, you know, A and B set up to go this way and you decide to go a different way, I can totally see what you're saying, that that upper class family would not be having any of it and would essentially curse the yeah, other family. My grandmother and her sisters, they, you know, they I vividly remember the stories of telling me about them being so poor, they, you know, got to buy shoes a pair every three years and everything. And uh, all of these women became educators too. So even though they were dirt poor, they all still rose to that level as principals, deans of colleges. Uh, my grandmother, even with her disabilities, was a librarian and a English major. She, uh, hell, she even got the, uh, a library dedicated to Ezra Jack Keats back in the 70s. So, you know, they, they they still stayed connected, even though they weren't, if that makes sense. Yeah. You got mm-hmm. some serious history there, my man. Yeah, dude, it's been crap. I'm telling you, I've been sitting in this steel shop bumping <laughs> steel for years now, just not knowing who the hell I was, listening to all you folks talking. Um, yeah, I finally made a move and starting to learn about myself. And really what pushed those you met with, I, I started just looking around Akron and finding things about history and uh that connected to a few things that went connected to my life and then i started getting them out well if, if i'm going to learn about everything around me i should probably know myself first right so there's a lot of research going on all at once i can't wait to share it with whoever's gonna listen mm. might come to a podcast i might just i don't know we'll see very cool and that's even just awesome. to have that history for your kids too you know what i mean that's my you, favorite part yeah mm-hmm. you know even if it doesn't like you know, you don't make a show or whatever. It's like just to have that for your family and the lineage is such a cool artifact to have and handwrite it too, if you can. Cause oh, yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. And my 10 year old loves it. He actually, he had some free time at school the other day and he came home. He's the one who told me that this particular uncle died on my oldest son's birthday. And I was like, okay, I definitely have to dig into this guy a little more. I didn't even... I was looking up Freemasons and I found his name. I didn't know he's a Freemason. I saw 
George Atkinson, 10th governor of West Virginia. I said, hey, my mom told me about a governor uncle. That's the last name. And I just, I left it at that. But then as soon as my son came home and told me about that, I was blown away. Yeah, Freemason. I didn't think I would ever be. I I, I thought I had dirty blood. I thought I was, you know, <laughs> I didn't think I, you know, would be connected to something like that in a million years, man. So. Well, dude, I'm always frustrated with my ancestors because it seems like when, like, uh, there was dudes out there starting fucking railroad companies and shit, mine were just fucking off. Like, because <laughs> I, I, we're, I'm, we're like the whole family's middle class. So, you know, I don't know. I'm with you, Ryan. Mine were just picking up a shovel. They weren't thinking about starting the business. Yeah, yeah who knows? Where what I the thought hell. mine was at too, you know, especially where I come from. I was like, didn't anyone in this family make it? It can't be this dark and bleak, you know? But I just, yeah. I did a very minute amount of digging man and i i struck gold i think so i'm gonna keep digging and find oh, out that's some awesome more. man that's such a cool story too so hey oh, and yeah. if you ever want to share it you got a platform here my friend i appreciate that's it awesome. yeah absolutely i want to hear more now now i'm that you got me sucked in well unfortunately my time is limited on how much research i can do in the moment so i, I might put start putting my kids to work he's a straight a student so but uh man i i I gotta i gotta reach out to somebody who knows how to do research because wikipedia ain't it it really isn't i might honestly have to go to west virginia to do a little digging yeah what you're gonna have to do is you're gonna have to get into the archives um that's really gonna be your best bet Mm because just doing internet searches you're only gonna get so deep you're gonna have to get into some sort of archives and get into some population surveys census stuff like that libraries in west virginia like we can go back to like all the families in the albany area by us and stuff like at our public library it's crazy like what they actually have there but you can only go to a certain point nico because a lot of the records burned down in fires in the 1800s right matt ain't gonna let you forget that either Mm -hmm. what a coincidence huh yeah anyway what do you guys think about bigfoot because uh jesus I'm just going to jump topics. Well, he what talked about Teddy Teddy Roosevelt, and Teddy Roosevelt had a friend that was killed by a Bigfoot, and it's written down somewhere. Supposedly, yeah. Supposedly. And Rosie might have saw one about two weeks ago. You want to share that? I'm just thrown really? off right now because I was like so into the, and now you're like, what if Bill Well, book? he said Teddy Roosevelt, um, so I start, the wheel starts spinning. <laughs> I love After it. this, I want to learn what you guys think about the, the chupacabra. We're connecting you know I mean? the dots. I love it. Like, yeah, let's hear this story about this Bigfoot, Rosie. What the... Well, we always have these weird encounters with, with Bigfoot. I, I really we do don't feel... know 100% of it's Bigfoot, but it's it seems like it's Bigfoot. Yeah, it could have been a naked crackhead, but we're going with Bigfoot for this. <laughs> story. Was Nico so with you when you saw this, or could it have been Nico dressed as Bigfoot? It could have been him. Uh, no, so you guys have heard some of the other stories, but. This one in particular, I feel like if if there is such a thing, we're sort of in a hotbed of it where, where we have moved because there have been other stories, other tales from other people um, in our area that have talked about sightings as well. So I was driving. This was last week. Mm-hmm. And you very, had the older one in the car. I had you. my, yeah, my older kid in the car with me, passenger side, and I'm driving and out of the corner of my eye. I see something ru- like run across a field, like a dark 
hairy figure out of the corner of my eye. And I, I'm, it's, it's such a weird road I'm on though, because it's a highway, but it's one lane highways and, you know, you just have to be careful. Right. So I can't really take my eye off the road. It's kind of narrow. And all of a sudden he goes, mom, there's a guy running in a ghillie suit. And I was like, whoa, that's weird. Like there's no, first of all, it's not hunting season right now. Right. And I'm like, there was no, there's no way that he saw, I couldn't believe that. Like, cause my first thought was that was freaking Bigfoot. I know it was because what I saw in the corner of my eye would resemble what you would typically picture. Right. And then he says that immediately after. And so I was like, that's weird. And he doesn't, the older one doesn't really believe in like anything paranormal. He's not into that. No, stuff. he's not like, us yeah. <laughs> like, he is like he he tries to get into it but he thinks you know he's like come on guys you're so lame and you know all that stuff um he's at that point so yeah when he said there's a guy running across the field in a ghillie suit that kind of like it makes- could have been but it's not very likely it's not a likely scenario it was it was a very huh. interesting thing that's so, anyway. so wild like what it's could it weird. have been you know you, it's not like you guys have wild apes up there no, no, but it sounds moose. like, but, but the weirdest thing is like, there's a sound in the woods around here. We have a lot of woods around us that sound, they sound like monkeys in these woods. You hear like yeah. the whooping and, noise? Yes. Yeah, it's I, like got that, I got that nonstop. I, live, I mean, I live in rural Oregon. I got that nonstop. Well, what is, is, is it, is it birds? Like what is, what is that monkey-ish no, thing? Sasquatch. No, oh, it is. Okay. <laughs> you hear like uh, knocking, like knocking, knocking, on trees. everything. Yeah, yeah. And fake yeah. owl hoots all the time. We have a real owl that's around. That lives in our backyard. But like, yeah, and fake owl hoots, but this monkey like screeching sound. It's like, and it's like, not. It's weird. Great. I have researched birds and sounds of the Northeastern birds. Like, nothing sounds like this. Huh. So, so do you think you have them out there too, Adam? Yeah, this, I'm I'm like no. cut out. Uh, zero. They're censoring him. I know. Bigfoot censored you, oh, dude. No, just for yeah. a second. Yeah, yeah, you're good. Yeah, yeah. I mean I live in ground zero for, for Bigfoot. Right. You're yeah, very you, in the Henderson. Out there country. is like the major area where you live. <laughs> That's where you hear yeah, all the I, major I mean, have, stories. Have you guys heard of uh, Ape Canyon? Mm-hmm. Yep. That's that one. It happened in the early 1900s where these like gold miners were in a cabin and they get attacked. Like all these Bigfoots come out and are, they're like throwing boulders at the cabin. It's yeah. a famous account. Yeah. Um, but that's like as the crow flies like <clears throat> 20 miles from here. Oh, wow. Have you guys heard of changelings? So, yeah, I mean. Mm-hmm. Changelings. Changelings. I, I don't know how how real they are, but I saw them in a movie, and I thought it was so interesting. Like the idea of like uh, how it, how it was laid out in this movie. It's a movie called The uh, Christmas Horror Story. Um, it's like a Christmas story, but Christmas horror story, and it's like an anthology type thing. There's a bunch of short stories, and this family is going out trying to cut. Uh, these don't seem like them, but they the, this family's trying to go cut a Christmas tree. Uh, mom, dad, and son. They get separated from the son, and then they find the son later, but the son's not really the son. It's a changeling, and it just copies 
exactly what the sun looks like, um, but just doesn't act like it in any way. And when my dog ran away and then we found her, we joke around that she's a changeling now because she acts a little different. But it's like like we're we're kind of just thinking like, you know, we're kind of getting ourselves caught up in it probably. But yeah, they basically adopt the look of a person, a dog, uh, any kind of pet. If you get separated from them for any kind of amount of time, the, this interdimensional entity can just switch spots with it. And um, then that that original version of like your dog in this case would just be gone forever and you're stuck with this changeling. So, so like the spirit is changed kind it's of? Not, yeah. It's, well, no, it's not even the spirit. Like just something has just been swapped out. So it's not it just adopts the shell of that thing, whether it be Whoa. a child, a, a, a dog, whatever. I've heard of things. Like I that. have heard of the changeling, but I haven't. I feel like it was in a children's book or something, wasn't it? Oh, I'm sure it's in like the Grim yeah. Fairy Tales. Yeah, here's a it's weird scenario like the, for you guys: like the Fae and mm-hmm. elementals, and also mm-hmm. like the all the forest uh, stuff. Yeah, all meant yeah. to keep you out of the woods. All right, so, so I think our dog might be one. Our dog Luna and Changeling. So let me explain this to you because Rosie will back this. I don't up. know about a Changeling. No, but a shapeshifter <laughs> or something. No, I know this no, sounds this fucking crazy, and I, I, I'm fine with it. But listen, so like. Our dog, Luna, like I'll be downstairs, maybe like doing the dishes or something. She'll come around the corner and dude, I swear to God, I don't get this with Rocco. The other one, it'll the shadow that comes around. It feels like there's a human coming around the corner Fuck that dude. And it happens Always. to us all the time. It, it's like the weirdest thing that happened the other night. I was doing the dishes and I thought Rosie was coming behind me and I turned and looked. I swear out of the corner, I saw it like a shadow moving on the wall <laughs> and it was just Luna coming around and she's so weird. She's just a weird dog. So I brought did, this did to his have... attention a while ago that whenever Luna would walk into the room, I would freak out because I would think a person was walking in the room and it was always her. It was just our dog walking in the room. Wow. And wow. then he started noticing it after I brought it to his attention because it happened to me so often especially if I'm like home alone with the kids or whatever. And I would get so freaked out her, the shadow and there's not like a literal shadow. You know what I'm saying? The presence that she brings in with her is a humongous figure. And she's <laughs> wow. a German, she- like a smaller German shepherd. You know what she's I mean? Bigfoot. Now, mm-hmm. had you ever guys been separated by it? Like, even do you put the dog outside and not like keep your eyes on it? Cause well, like she's that's a rescue. The that's the, mm-hmm. but so then that would have been the case when you rescued her right like you're so that's what you're saying is like she's not a dog like if if we're going with this theory i'm not i and i don't think it's crazy it sounds actually very interesting but like are you saying that like when you adopted the dog it would have already been like maybe a changeling or some other kind of entity like that yeah i i definitely don't think she's like truly a dog (laughs) i don't and That's I don't so care if I cool. sound like crazy. The scenario of how like, we got really, her and everything. Yeah. Like, it's just, it's odd. And the way she looks at you. And there's like sometimes <laughs> this desperation. I'm not kidding. It's like this tormented soul. Okay. And, and I, I have to film it sometime. That. But she like, it's like a desperate, like, like I'm trying to tell you something or like. <laughs> You yeah. know exactly what I'm talking about. It's so it's it's odd. It's disturbing. I'll have to do like a documentary of like really following her around because she's I, the I oddest like dog, trapped person in this dog's body <laughs> that's like trying to get out or tell us something. 
but the, Dude, but yeah, weird. but but it is the freaky feeling, that feeling she brings in with her when she walks into the room. There's like but nothing. It's like even it. been at the point sometimes where it almost sounds like a human footstep coming in. Really? It's like like yes. Rocco's like silent, like you can hear him. His nails click on the wall. He's just a big he's just doofus. A doofy dog. Yeah, like, like you just... know it's him coming yeah. in. He's got that doofy, lovable dog ah. spirit, you know, that we all love about a, a, our dogs, right? right? This one, no, there's dark. There's something dark. <laughs> I don't think it's dark, but it's just like I get the darkness. It's it, she, she gets me sometimes yeah. because I'm at I can't do the dishes during the day, so I I do everything like late at night, and I'll just be standing downstairs. I have most of the lights shut off and it literally feels like someone's coming up behind me and it's just her. But like if Rocco just came up behind me, you just feel him on your leg and there's no, there's nothing there, but it's, it's the oddest sensation, dude. Yeah. And like, it's, it's one of those like weird stories that like, you can't really explain it unless you see it or feel it. But like, yeah. it's, it's, well, she's a changeling that that's changeling. She's something. That's something. Oh uh, yeah, man, that is nuts. Um, Matt, I told you I had to get out of here at 8 30, man. I sorry to bail on you guys. I just made a promise I was gonna start this dinner. We're gonna Oh, dude, not a problem. Side, we're gonna so. we're gonna cut it here anyway. This has been great. So okay. uh yeah, plug your stuff, Ryan. And we'll let you get out first. Yeah, man. Uh thanks again for another awesome one, dude. This is uh this is a great one all over the place. We ended with changelings, started with <laughs> raccoons versus bears. That's pretty dope. <laughs> um, so yeah, man. No, I uh, I really, really great to meet you, Matthew. Adam, always great to see you. Rosie and Nico, yeah. always a pleasure as well. And um, yeah, man, um, just find me at Dangerous World Podcast. So thanks, Matt, for another Appreciate fun Appreciate you, Monday. brother. Of course, man. You guys have a great one. Yeah, go to his oh, merch thanks. store. Get some t-shirts. Thank you. Links in the cunt. Below. <laughs> cool, man. You guys have a good night. Thanks, Rye. Later. Thank Later, you, man. Take care, guys. So uh, Nico and Rosie, where can we find you guys? Upstate Unconventional. <laughs> <laughs> or <laughs> not yet soon yeah or rosie.quartz underscore on instagram too and then yeah yeah this podcast is everywhere but mm-hmm. ma- mainly on instagram that's where we do most of our stuff and, excellent yeah. and thank you guys for the short notice i appreciate it oh no problem this is great love jumping yeah in. And uh, Adam, we got to get together soon. I sorry we had to bail on you back in October. We nah, a... man, you bailed on me for the for the right reasons. So anytime <laughs> you want to um, do something, hit me up. We'll we'll set it up. Definitely. Yeah, Adam, I love what you guys are doing now. I love the change you made to the show with Deborah. Thanks, man. I'm uh, I'm a little nervous about it, but the numbers are up, and uh, I think Deborah's happier and participating more, so it's going well. I think yeah, that's the thing. You get more of Deborah now, which is awesome. Because that's, you know, originally when the show started, she was more interactive, but obviously was kind of almost clueless to the fact. But now she understands more and it's almost like she debates as to whether she's going to participate or not. And in your new format, I love it because it's just a back and forth between the two of you. It's great. Cool. Thanks. Yeah. So where can we find you, Adam? um deborah gets red pilled podcast uh we just started patreon so we're doing some extra shows on that we're doing like a movie review show we just watched uh the 1986 charlie sheen Sherilyn finn classic um the race and uh we reviewed that with uh with chud and deborah it was fun cool. um yeah so check out check out deborah gets red pilled and hopefully you'll come 
come get some extra content on Patreon. We got uh we got a special show tomorrow with uh Bart Sabrell is coming back on oh, to tell nice. us some new top secret stuff. So I might do a little bit of uh Dangerous World style and uh let the general public hear the first half and then the Patreon can only get to hear the good stuff. So we'll That's see how awesome. it goes. Really cool, Adam. Thank you, man. And I appreciate it. You too. Thanks for hopping on. I, I really appreciate it, my man. Always a pleasure talking with you. Yeah. Anytime, dude. I love being here. Thanks, man. Matthew. Well, I'm not a content creator. I don't have a podcast maybe in the near future, but uh, I do have an Instagram, Awakened Lion. Um, Awakened Lion. I, I plan on maybe putting some of the stuff I find with my family history stuff around Akron, Ohio. I'm telling you, man, I listen to your guys' podcast and you guys say something and I'm like, Jesus, I got five things I can connect that to right now. I'll only if you could hear me right now, but you know, that's why I reached out and uh, I do plan on becoming a Patreon. I'll be honest. There's only two podcasts in the 10 years I've been listening to podcasts that I've actually paid for. I, I found most of you guys on Spotify and everything, and that's THC and Crow Triple Seven. But I plan on yeah. reaching out to you guys and throwing. I pay, I pay for both those too. So man, yeah, I, so Crow right, is so. amazing, and <laughs> you, you know, I I'm be honest. I found uh, like Ryan. I honestly, I found on Tinfoil Hat. Yep. But the more I listen to Tinfoil Hat, and the more I listen to you guys, I'm uh, I'm seeing I'm seeing through it all. You know. Um, they they still do good interviews and they, they have good guests on, but yeah, you got to take them with a grain of salt. But the the work you guys are doing, I'm, I I love listening to people who won't do their own research. And uh, Adam, dude, the first time I heard your podcast, I was immensely jealous. What a great fucking idea for a podcast, dude! I <laughs> loved everything you do, dude. It's yeah, great. So, but... so good. Uh, somebody else might have stolen the exact same concept. Man, but, I was yeah. this close. I'm telling you, but <laughs> I'm always that close. Dude. That was a great idea. But, uh, you know, if I had to leave you guys with anything, you know, just uh, make it memorable, not miserable. That's something I'm living by right now. Right on. Thanks, Matthew. That's great, Thank you guys. Yeah. And hey, thanks for reaching out to me, dude. I really appreciate it. It was, and, and you'll have to come back on when you got some time. I, absolutely. I, uh, my family, they they keep me da tied down pretty good, but I told them I was doing this tonight and they couldn't be more excited for me. So whenever you need somebody to hop on and bullshit and uh, add those dots to the picture, I'm, I'm willing to hop on. Oh, I appreciate it. Hey, man, you, it, keep, man. you keep doing that research, man. You're going to find a bunch of uh, beautiful stuff in there as well, not just the dark stuff. So keep going. Absolutely. That's yep. what I'm looking for. Yep. It all balances out in the end. Guys, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Everybody have a great night. Stay strong and question everything. Their whole purpose throughout history has been to teach a small number of people how to become adept at controlling everyone else. Their goal is to destroy all existing religions save theirs. All existing governments save theirs and shackle the mob in a system of eternal oppressive debt chained to a computer for the rest of their life and a propagandized world to make them believe that they are happy in this system. Now, do you think they're succeeding? Haven't I described to you just now exactly what is going on in the world today? Yes, they're succeeding. 
They're succeeding because the American people don't understand their enemy. They don't even know what's happening. There's a method to their madness. There's really not... Ooh.